You're listening to the Modern Web Podcast. For more podcasts, videos, and events, find us online at modern-web.org or follow us on Twitter at modern.web. That's M-O-D-E-R-N-D-O-T-W-E-B. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Modern Web Podcast. We have a bunch of people here today. We're hanging out at Render. My name's Tracy. You can follow me on Twitter at Lady Leap. Um, and, uh, you know, we just had some people come hang out. So we're hanging out. Okay, let's go around the room in like 10 second intros. Jessica. Okay, hi, I am Jessica Wilkins, software engineer at This Dot Labs and former classical musician. Uh, happy Oboist. to be here. Oboist, yes. 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 Go ahead, um, Ben. Oh, yes, I already went. <laughs> already, I'm, I'm Ben Lesh, and I work in ArcGIS, and I've never once tried to play the oboe. <laughs> Hello, hi, I'm Adi, and um, I'm a front-end engineer, uh, more into the Angular space, and just uh, very glad to be here. I'm Francesco, developer advocate at Delidev, super happy to be here, thank you. And I'm Tessa Mero, I'm in developer relations at AppRights, and I also played an instrument for like 20 years, the clarinet, okay. very close to the same family as the oboe. And uh, I've been in um, DevRel and um, tech for 12 years now, and it feels like I just started recently. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so biggest question on the block right now. And you guys can come up with another question after I ask this question, okay? What's my, you know? I know what the question is. <laughs> Tailwind or not? Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if, if you yes. Are, yes. If, like, if it's a cold, like I'm starting a project from scratch yeah you know what i wanted i didn't even know there was a camera going until i looked at it <laughs> i know i was gonna say i probably picked my nose now you have to now you have to speak to the camera <laughs> um no i mean if you're starting a new project yes yeah. but like if you have an existing project that's been around for 10 years and is working fine with whatever css it has like Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no? No, Tracy's shoving me towards the mic. Y'all don't have to answer that question if you don't want to. I mean, some people don't want to look bad on the internet. Now you look terrible, and it's okay. We support you. <laughs> well, if, that, if that's the goal, if we wanted to just be, like, as as bombastic as possible, t- Tailwind is the worst, and everyone that likes it is dumb. So you just the opposite. Yeah, I did. So I, don't, I don't really believe that. I just, I'm going for views. Is this helping? I just go with what Twitter says. Twitter, tw- Twitter says Tailwind is amazing, so that I go with that. Tailwind, definitely, yes. And te- yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. For, some, for somebody who has been around CSS since CSS Zen Garden, if you don't know what CSS Zen Garden is, like, come on, Junior, no problem. So um, I just say, like, for the utility belt it is, and depending too on the context, if you're starting a project, you want to have a convention, you want to have somebody or a few people taking care of that part of the of, of the equation, definitely yes. You know, so it has a lot of like, you know, benefits in there. And I think it's a, it's a, it's an empty debate, like, you know, the, the, the pros and cons. It's just like, do you need it for the project? And most of the time I will say yes. Yeah. Francesca, any opinions? Yeah, for me, it's also from say from a DevOps uh, guy perspective, it's definitely a yes. So yes. it's, it's easier to get to get started, I think. Uh, and then 
And again, if you are an expert, of course, you don't need it because you can go, it's like a super expert can go using just vanilla JavaScript, like super experts. But for the beginners, I think that uh, it's easier to understand. And also, it's uh, you are less likely to do dumb mistakes. Ah. This is what I really like about, uh, about Tailwind, so why not? For me, yes. Tessa, did you agree with me? I think you said yes. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, if you want something easy to use and, and simple and want to write pretty CSS, then Tailwind. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so yes. why does everyone hate Tailwind? Like, what's up with that? All right. So here's the thing. Like, Tailwind, Tailwind and these sorts of, like, atomic CSS libraries, they help with... the One of the big things they help with is a long-running app. Inevitably, if you're using just regular, like, SAS, CSS stuff, inevitably you'll end up in a situation where you have, like dead CSS where you had some CSS and then you override it and override it and override it and like with the cascade. So you get this like kind of cascade hell. Mm. And like atomic CSS eliminates that almost completely. Mm -hmm. But the reason to still hate it is it's still not that readable. Like mm. regardless of what anyone says, if they're used to looking at it, they're like, oh yeah, this is readable. But anyone that's not used to looking at it, they'll look suddenly like, all right, so we just added like 20 new things to this div tag and it looks different. I don't know why. So do people so, hate it because they don't understand it then? Uh, it's, it's, it's not without its flaws. It's, it's flaw, one of its flaws is readability, I think. I mean, uh, but if you take that same argument and you open, first off, you open like a CSS file by mm -hmm. itself, you still have to navigate and explore and understand like at what part of like your component or component it affects. So the thing is like CSS itself is not readable. Right. If you are going to do any advanced CSS, if you're going to do nested stuff, if you're going to do like precedence, CSS itself is, is, is an art form. So to me, the thing is, there are always ways to circumvent that. You can use the apply um, um, uh, directive and like isolate your styles and make your template a little more readable. But the benefit that uh, Telemans really gives you, like are you going to have something where if you are an agency, do you want to have teamable templates that you want to just like quickly change with your CSS variables or stuff like that? It really allows you to have a base and expand on that base. And that it's very easy for you to like have um, 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 that inheritance like from, okay, I'm going from a team model rather from like a class base like, you know, where one genius of CSS understand what's going on, where here you have a convention that you have through the language. So to me, that's where it has a lot of benefits. So, you know, CSS is not the easiest thing. It's one of the hardest things as a front-end developer. And the thing is, we do not give it its due because everybody is like so into RxJS <laughs> and JavaScript and everything else. But I have a lot of respect for somebody who does CSS properly. <laughs> so uh, this is like <clears throat> the nicest, maybe it's because we all agree, Except for Ben, right. but I don't know if he's doing. I'm going to say something mean. All right, I'm going to say something mean, and I'm going to target this right at like the the Chris Coyers of the world, which is that. Um, Wait, does Chris Coyer like CSS or no? No, he, hates it. no, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he's not CSS. No, he loves yeah. CSS. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's, he loves CSS. But like, does he hate Tillwood? No, I don't. know. Exactly, and that's why but, he's a great guy. But he doesn't, he doesn't, you don't know his opinion. Right. <laughs> that's, that's Everybody likes people that don't know. But no, like the, the one thing in the CSS universe that does kind of suck is like 
every like CSS feature out there, people they like the people who are the CSS experts will get out and be like, so here's how you build this amazing thing from scratch with CSS, and that's a wildly different skill set than here's how you dig into this eight-year-old application with like a bunch of third-party components and like style something the way that the marketing team wants you to. Like, Are you just like one of those like grumpy old yes. developers who's like, <laughs> ew, you don't understand the legacy technology and you don't just add it, okay, people? Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like there's a, like the, the, the G whiz, like look at what CSS can do, like thing that exists like in spades on the internet, it's all over the place. Um, <laughs> compared to the reality of like boots on the ground, like, hey, let's go like maintain this app, or like mm. wildly different, like yep. wildly different. Yep. So what you're saying is the internet is a lie. Uh, well, if anything, I'm saying that uh, Tailwind helps with that quite a bit because of atomic CSS or any atomic CSS, but because it's. Does anybody understand if Ben is for or against Tailwind? Like. Are you just Chris Coyering and like we just don't know? <laughs> I like how that's a <laughs> I, I, I don't understand ninety-one percent of what Ben is talking about, but I'm happy with the nine percent that I understand. That's all we need. <laughs> you only need to understand a little bit of our chaos to make it exactly. like, useful. Like, and, yeah, we're good. <laughs> well, this was fun. Okay. Any other shorter hot takes? Any any hot takes that are burning on your guys' mind that y'all wanna? Um, yeah, I mean, frameworks right now and this whole component war, which one is like doing the, a better job at, at it and which one is just like over-engineered? At components? like Components in general. Like, Should we just go back to web components? What are, what are they lacking? I mean, I don't know if that's going to be a short the take, but... The, the server-side rendering story with web components is usually the, the stopping point, which is funny because most people don't even server-side render anything. <laughs> They're, like, so concerned with No, this. but, like, server-side rendering is, like, the only way to go right now, according to the internet. Right, right? but, like, you then you go into, like, someone's project that they're maintaining, and it's not... They're like, oh, we're going to move to next someday. Like, they're... They're not like... And they're like the biggest proponents of surface side rendering when you look at their actual code and you're like, what the hell? Yeah, if your framework can do that, it's garbage. (laughs) So we went back to where we were like 20 years ago with surface side rendering or...? Um, Yes, sort of. Okay. Which is like all of the internet. I mean, soon we'll all be using jQuery again, right? (laughs) Why not? Life is easier then. Going back to where I started. (laughs) It's the nostalgic effect. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All these new news old. I am. So, like, I honestly think frameworks, like, like, because, you know, I worked on the Angular team, and I've dug into framework code. And every framework that you can look at, pretty much, like, it either lives... It either dies young or lives long enough to become over-engineered. There's no in-between. Like, every single one of them. So how do you feel about React? Same thing. Over-engineered? I mean, yeah, I mean, what it is, you have these super brilliant people working on these teams. I mean, they're, they're incredibly, and so if they get, let's just say they got React in a good state where it was good enough for 99% of things and it was easy to look at, easy to maintain. If it was easy, these really smart people are going to get bored and they're going to start engineering some new interesting thing and like these companies they don't want to let people like that go and like move on like they don't move them on to other interesting projects they like, keep them sure there. you can refactor this yeah, thing it's right. totally fine you're it's, bored it's so, great you know next thing that you know there's a new compiler for angular and there's a new like there's signals in angular yeah there's, that there's, touch a, there's no, touch no, no I, I would argue that <laughs> angular, did, uh, angular didn't need signals like that that, that i would argue but like 
you know, did they need a new compiler that they built for three years? I don't know. It's like, does does React did React need to completely reinvent their core a couple times over the years? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it's just one of those things where. Well, that, so we're gonna we're gonna start looking at all your peers then and being like, did you really need to refactor that? Did you really need to make that smaller? But the, <laughs> every every refactor I do is usually removing some clever crap that I did before. Like, all right, we gotta move this back to basics. Yeah. The, okay, so oh yeah, go ahead. He, but going back to Adi's question, like, which who's winning? Yeah, I mean, the flip side, the the the, the, the other way we can look at the question is. Is vanilla ripe and ready now? So if we were just to come and say, okay, I have web component that like lib element give me or whatever at the library. So let's just say at the library level, I have like vanilla JavaScript that is doing a lot of things. RxJS by itself does a lot of good things and stuff like that. So if you take all of those, are we at the point where it's ripe and ready to say, I can have a full blown application just using this? Or is there gaps in there that oh. is justifying like the frameworks yeah. and that's why we're abiding by them? Oh so, my God, Tessa, what do you think? I have no comment as I have not tried that. <laughs> but I'm like starting to be curious, like what is the differences? I want, really want to know now. <laughs> Francesco, what do you think? I think that frameworks are, are good to try to simplify something, especially to create something fast. Like the idea is to for of a framework should be that someone that know knows what what the framework is doing is doing this in a in a faster way. From this, uh, I think uh, there are maybe too many JavaScript frameworks, and uh, <laughs> but I mean it's uh, it's a market. I think there's also they are trying also from different perspectives. So I mean I think there is space for for everyone. For frameworks, but yes, I agree with the fact that sometimes they they overengineer so much that some people just give up and say, "Okay, so now I want to give up with this framework." So this, uh, yeah. I feel like Adi has joined Google. He's like on the Google team now <laughs> because it's all about use the platform. Oh, I think Adi's team use the platform. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, the, the the thing though is, um, um, I'm just like so tired of overcomplicating things. You know, sometimes I just want to get to uh, zero to app in like less than thirty minutes, and sometimes I can I can write a whole like CRUD app with plain JavaScript, the fetch API, you know, and and everything else that like JavaScript has. But the thing is. I am nervous when when I'm about to publish that app because is it cool enough for the for for the, for, for the framework lords? So, yeah, yeah, that's the thing, and I mean, and that's real because at the at the at the job level, if you're not into React, if you're not into NGRX, if you're not into Angular, nobody talks to you. Vanilla JavaScript, like God forbid that you you bring some vanilla. They're like, what? What you talking about? We're not touching that thing. So the thing is, like, is our industry saying like you have to be framework competent in order for us to consider you as somebody who's competent, or you know, like the Googlers, you know, just go with pure stuff and try to like you know rebuild everything. So where's the balance between the two? Okay. Sorry. It's, well, it's really funny to hear your opinion because, like, with Angular, right? Like, it's like, well, the reason why we use Angular is because it's convention over configuration mm -hmm. and because it makes your life a lot easier mm -hmm. and because it's, you know, helps teams scale. And that's why we use frameworks. So, 
I'll just see it. That's my spiel because that's that's what we were taught. Yeah. But what, that's what I still I mean, believe. That's, that's too. the thing that that's the thing that people have to ask is why are you, what what are you getting out of frameworks? And usually, what people are getting out of frameworks is some abstraction over DOM manipulation, which isn't super necessary because honestly, setting inner HTML on something is totally fine. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody says; it's probably okay for most mm -hmm. people's apps. And then, uh, the, but the state management, I think, is one of the things like passing state between different components mm -hmm. and like propagating events and those sorts of things are what people mostly get out of frameworks now. And then the third thing is all of the build tooling and all of the, the other stuff, which you don't need if you're just doing- Yeah, yeah exactly. Like playing, like there's so many apps that I'll see where they're like, yeah, we, we use React and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, and it's like you look at it and it's a glorified like brochure website. And you're like, this, this could have just been HTML like, Literally, someone in high school could have built this and made it way more performant than what your engineers did because they wouldn't have used a framework at all, probably because they didn't know how. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. It, it's just. Uh, uh, well, I would have never done development if I didn't have a framework. Ever. Ever in my entire life. They do make things more fun. They do. And I, and I, I mean, uh, me, when I teach, I, I always say that. You know, you have to start somewhere. And like one of the metaphors that I use all the time is if I'm teaching you how to drive, when you come down, you are expected to see the car all assembled and you only worry about putting the key in the ignition. It will not be fun if you come and I say, Tracy, uh, he's the engine, he's like the, the, the motor, he's the thing. Now you have to put them together, like getting into Wait, the tooling. Wait, why do you want to use web components then? No, 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 so the thing is like when you're starting, like you, you, said, you said from the perspective where yeah. you started. From starting. So like when you're starting, you want something that is as close to the final thing as possible. And then you don't have that friction about learning like the tooling side of it. As you grow into your craft, then you're going to work. I mean, at some point, if we stay on the driver metaphor, you're going to need to know how to change your wheels. You're going to need to know how to maybe change your oil. Now you're getting like little by little. And if that's what you want to do, you go. But like there was a time, like not even five years ago, everybody had to be a gulp or grunt artist. And I'm like, why do I have to care about gulp or grunt? This, you is, know? Like, this is like me doing React Native and trying to debug like iOS. And it's like, uh, I'm just gonna delete this app and start over because I can't do it. It's been three hours. Like, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You did not want to deal with the IO side of it because you you understand the React Native side of it, yeah. which is more to your web like you know. But it's like me. Mark. I can't change a. I can't change a. I can't change a tire. Mm. In, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a whole lot of. That's a whole lot of. <laughs> Bye. But, but you can use it. But you can use a smartphone, right? So that'll be the, that, honestly, the next wave of stuff that's coming out, like people keep talking about chat. I mean, you can't get through a conversation without chat GPT showing up. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, because but, you brought it up. Right, I did. Right. Like, <laughs> like, honestly, I, I, I really do think that um, there's, I'm, I'm waiting to see what happens with these frameworks when all of the complexity, see we're pushing complexity into frameworks now because people don't know how to do it and they'll screw it up. But what happens when the average software engineer can literally go to like a, a large language model and be like, hey, I need to do X. And it's just like, all right, here's the straight JavaScript annotated and everything with comments on how, how and to do And we can do cooler things. And we can do cooler things. Right. Wait, Jessica, we never got your opinion. What's your opinion? Team? Team. Uh, team, best framework. <laughs> 
best framework? Oh gosh. Um, well, I started with React, and so, but I've been able to kind of play around with Vue and a little bit with Angular. I, I feel like I'm still like early on where I don't have, a, I guess, frame. I mean, I guess React, but like I haven't really played around with Svelte or Quick or Solid just yet, and so I don't really have any like, you know, framework or you know, favorites. Did you three or Vue two? Uh, Vue three. Yeah, yeah. And so I just that's like, right. She's with it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that one too. <laughs> and so I feel like I'm still like pretty early on, but like I feel like I, I agree. Like there's so many choices, and like for someone that's like newer like me, where I've, I've been working for now like a year, and then learning a year prior to that, it's like I wish there was just less choices. Because as a newbie coming yeah. into the space, I'm like, just give me like three or four choices, and I'll be cool. Don't give me like 20 choices, and then I have to like pick which one, and then like, or is there a bad one to pick? And, and Evan Yu is here at the conference, so Vue is definitely my favorite framework. Evan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Thank you so much for uh, joining us all and hanging out. You can find all these cool folks on the internet. They are nice, except for Ben. <laughs> He'll Not argue nice. with you about Tailwind and. Legacy code all day if you want. So all the grumpy old men can go to bed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ben is one of the nicest people too. Um, but yes, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Yay! I feel like I want to clap too. <laughs>